This is the Grandastic Podcast. Okay. Okay. We are here on Grandastic and we have Haley. You know, how are you, Haley? I'm doing well, you know, as good as I can be, given the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know what's amazing? You're the first female on Grandastic. How does that feel? Um, it feels good. I mean, I'm honored. <laughs> really just like it hits me right here to there know that. Go. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd be offended. If- yeah, I, I I I know, I know you would. And I, I'm happy to have you finally on here and we're doing this. And for everyone who doesn't know Haley, Haley and I go well, I think not we, that not that way back. It's actually kind of weird back, how yeah. we met. Yeah, um, that's absolutely true. I mean, we would have never met if it weren't for the internet. I think that goes for a lot of different people as well. But like, I'm yeah. happy we did because it's yeah. been a long-lasting friendship. So mm-hmm. you already know it's actually yeah. crazy. Actually, when you think about, it, we don't even go that. It's like only two years, maybe not three, right? Two? Mm. No, no, sophomore. Yeah, I think three it's years. Been- it's three okay can I, met, I met you guys sophomore year or like oh my god it's funny because in my head I don't even count this year as a year like I life almost okay, ended yeah. in March for me like I almost don't even feel like this year was real so I don't count it in my head I'm like oh it's my senior year and then the year between and then I feel like I'm still there like I feel yeah. like I never feel like this year has just been a blur but yeah it goes what it is it is what it is, and <laughs> we go back. And the how we met, just to give, uh, to explain everyone who's listening. So we met through, I think it's Matthew Sears. Uh, I believe it was through him. Yes, I was Facetiming Matthew, and yes, that's Matthew, it. We were in. We were at Matt's. We were making you, music. You, you Matt, you, you were at Matt's house, and I yeah. Facetime him. You are sitting in a chair and you're like, who's this fool or some shit? And like, yes. and Matthew's like, this is Grant, my friend. And uh-huh. I sent him, you know, our song today is called Tidal Wave, but I think I yeah. called it something else. And you're like, oh, I'll get on this. And you guys just, you guys worked we started, on it. Yeah, I think I honestly, it feels like a lifetime ago now, but I'm pretty sure I wrote most of it that night. And I recorded yeah. like the first version of it that night. And then obviously I had to go back in and like add like uh, layers and all that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, that was the start of it all. I feel like that was one of the first um, songs that I made that was vocally challenging. I think with the first single I released ever, which was Red Chevy for anyone who doesn't know, I had like a little music video um but it wasn't vocally challenging like that one was like a vibe or whatever but tidal wave it was a vibe and it was more vocally there but I'm still working on like incorporating my you know vocals because uh you know just to make things more interesting you have to yeah well I mean let's just get into the music I mean you your first song was Red Chevy and I think that's like why I felt comfortable handing that song over Tidal Wave because I heard your voice and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I told you like, like the goal behind that song was like, 
psychedelic, whatever, 70s, whatever. That that's what the vibe of the song. And, and you just- I yeah, and I connected with that immediately. So um I was more than open to expanding on that idea. So Yeah, I remember like you say, blue bird, blue bird, uh Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we will, you all can just go listen to the song and find yeah, out. Yeah, go part. listen to the song. Um, you know, it's on Grant Evans' Spotify page. And it's on yours too, I think. I don't think so. Oh, but... shit. Shot fired. Um, but, but there is a feature. I know you're... I My know name's you're... not on the song itself, but... No, uh... no, no. I, okay, hold up. I think... It, I'm pretty sure it's Grant Evans and Haley. I think it just says like... Grant Evans, but I'm pretty... Actually, you know what? Let's pull up the receipts. Yeah, pull up the receipts. The only person who knows <laughs> doesn't, who doesn't name shows is Matthew. We, I, like, I try... Matthew needs more credit. Credit. Matthew does need more credit. I mean, he he produced Red Chevy completely. Mm-hmm. Um, that was before I even started trying to produce. I mean, I always had a music Matthew, background yeah. and grew up playing instruments and stuff. But as far as production goes, Matt pretty much taught me everything I everything I know just from like watching him at the beginning. I learned the basics, and then from there, um, you know, I was able yeah, to man. learn more through just like looking at stuff online. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, Matt, yeah i matthew, owe a lot of it to to matt yeah matthew sears everyone like he matthew sear amazing is he sear or sears fuck he's gonna sear sear oh yeah. matt i've been calling you well you know what? i don't even call him matthew i call him mafusa but whatever that's because he's like your he's like your um mentor your spiritual music mentor. yeah i well his his use uh, but he's his, matt's not that spiritual but like but like matt likes <laughs> it made it like that yeah that's where we're at he's like was con- <laughs> his contact is like it's his a- wisdom it's his wisdom yeah yeah we, we never isn't that <laughs> isn't that from lion king or something yeah so i i said this in my last one with uh teddy bear is that i fucked up on like mafusa it's, it's actually mafasa but like Mafusa or Mafasa is like okay, my evil name line. is yeah, I told you, and so that it's the but evil like, line. I'm not connected to it in any way. I'm sorry for that. But going back to the Matthew thing, <laughs> he I fucked up. It was I Mafasa's the evil line. I thought it was the good line, but Matthew's the sweetest guy ever. But we just I, I fucked Mephusa's up the name. Mafasa's the evil hyena or something. It's or the, the evil, evil line. Oh yeah, no, that's the, Scar. Oh, oh. Okay. Wait, let me look it up. Yeah, look it up real quick while people are... Anyways, people are going to be like... <laughs> no, it is the good one. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Fuck the yeah. bad one. You got it right. I'm so oh, proud of you. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, there we go, Matt. You know your Disney trivia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But <laughs> overall, Matt... If there is one thing we know, we might know nothing about music, but we definitely know our Disney trivia. That is true. But we, we know music. I mean, Matt... Yeah, we like, do. We do. I'm kidding. But Matt, Matt has definitely um, has helped a lot of us. But also, like, yeah, he does producing and he needs credit. But he also needs specific credit on his mixing and mastering because he's so talented. And, like, you know, he, he worked on your album, your EP. My like, EP, yeah. And then, and then my project and, like, the, the progress he has made for both of us and for other artists. It's unbelievable the sound he, he does. And he's patient, you know, he, he's willing to be patient. The mixing and, and mastering is really where it's just like, it's not going. Yeah, yeah, so. Like, Matt, there's, 
I don't know. I, I'm trying to learn, but I just don't know if I'm ever gonna. I'm like, it just takes time. It's just, it just, time. it just takes time, and you just have to, you know, spend your time what you want to do. And like, for like anyone who does it, you know, like even though I like this, this quarantine, I have spent a lot of time just writing notes. I have like a, a fucking journal book, and I just write down, yeah. you know, my frequencies in different ranges of like yeah. certain instruments, and then. You know, I, I, of course, you know, every mix is going to be different, but right. when I mix, I want to, you know, I look at this and I like, okay. And then just, we figure out the ballpark. Right. So. For me, I've taken this time, I think more as like a building period because mm-hmm. I'm not really experiencing anything that's inspiring to me for the most part, which sounds, it sounds awful, but I've been more so focusing on just improving my general skills. So like with production and things like that, because I'm like, well, I can make sounds that inspire me. So if I start off by making the sound, that's more so how it's been going as of lately. Cause before I used to start with the words or the lyrics and now I'm more so I'll start with a sound and that'll give me an idea, but it's about improving the skills, like practicing the instruments, all that. Mm -hmm. And then trying to incorporate it into you know, production and yeah. Well, I mean, what where's your like mindset right now for music? You know, like we haven't heard from you for a while with anything. Like I said, I'm growing. I'm figuring out like the next, I guess you could say, as cheesy as it is, chapter. But like okay. my last one was more of indie, pop, rock, mm-hmm. and all the songs I made on that IP that EP I pretty much made in the same week span so like I wrote it all within a week or two weeks um I think one of the songs I had made like a year prior and it was just something that was in the archives and I I actually just threw it on on the end because I felt like it was a good way to close it um because it was one of I think I made the song at the end of my EP before I even recorded Red Chevy so I think it was like my first thing I ever made. And a lot of, so Red Chevy and Tel Aviv, I'm pretty sure um, Matt had just made like some sounds that were in his archives that he liked and he just had them for me. So I wrote off those. So he actually produced uh, Tel Aviv and completely. Okay. So what, so with the project that you release, um, I guess, is there a main message to that story? Is there a story being tell or is it just, you just made some songs or whatever you're feeling? No. So there is a story that's kind of being told. Um, I mean, there's life lessons in there, some in regards to love, but more so in regards to, I guess after, after I graduated, um, I had gone to school for social work Mm -hmm. and I had um, gotten a job in A&R for a record label, and I had started doing that in my senior year at the beginning. I actually was doing some freelance work for a friend at the beginning of the year, which led me to some opportunities based off, like, what I had achieved to a bigger um, opportunity, I guess. So I was doing that while I was in school, I was going to the city, um, you know, doing A&R. And I was really confused because I had put so much work into my education. But in the background, I was always 
musically inclined. I was always playing instruments. I mean, I had been playing, I played piano for like 11 years growing up. I, you know, grew up doing band. I played the flute, um, which I could probably play better than the guitar because I taught myself the guitar when I was in high school. So, um, so I always had that in the background and I had always been listening to music and I had always, you know, been on SoundCloud and like trying to find things early and not necessarily trying to find things early, just happening to find things early because I love music so much that I was always just listening to new stuff every day. And um, I didn't realize that there was a job for that. And a friend had connected me to what A&R was and I had started doing that. Um, so I guess the theme of that in my EP, it was shown because it was really being stuck between two worlds and like being stuck in school and being also in the music industry. And then also wanting to be an artist myself. So I was just confused. And of course, like when you're discovering other artists and like DMing them and stuff and you're like, oh, um, you know, I love your music, blah, 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 kind of like pitching to them, like, or wanting them to come in the office, but you're also releasing your own music. It's a weird dynamic. So that's a lot of what my EP was about was just being like confused. And even in my relationships, it was, I think that my life, because my life was so confused, my relationships were also confused. So I was like, just very back and forth in things. And you can kind of hear that. And then just being exhausted from it because I was doing so much at once, like to be doing school, graduating. I mean, like I was doing an unpaid internship and I had to do like 800 hours of unpaid work. Then I had the job that I was doing in New York and I was traveling. And I mean, I was in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. It was like a five hour commute to get to Mm -hmm. the city. So it was just a lot going on at once. And um, so that's kind of, what the EP was. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, there's some points there we can go into if you want, like working at like an A&R, like did that open your eye, opened your eyes to the industry more? What it, um, is? it definitely did. And um, it's definitely something that I, I haven't necessarily stopped doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so something that I put a pause on because I felt like, I wanted to focus more on being an artist myself. And through that, I think there's also a lot to be said for, um, you know, if you're an artist and you're somebody in A&R and you're trying to connect with new artists, I think it gives you kind of a one-up because you understand a lot of what they go through and a lot of what they experience. So I definitely think later on, I'm probably going to go back into A&R and things like that. But I think that this is giving me more perspective. And I mean, right now I'm working as a social worker because of COVID anyway. So that's also giving me a lot of perspective. And um, I love doing that as well. Like I love healing people and talking to them and I love working because I work with all social workers and there's something to be said for like the healing energy of people Mm -hmm. who are in that profession versus you know people in the music industry because it's really intense so yeah and two points there one for an A&R person just trying to understand how does it like 
worked? How do you, how, when you were working, how did you find artists? Do you just go on Spotify and you find some random person and then you're like, boom, we're going to grab them and then we'll just show them to my boss. Is that how it works? Is it that simple? I think it's, I think it's, it's different every time. It's just like making a song. I mean, sometimes it starts with lyrics. Sometimes it starts with production, sometimes whatever. And it's the same with A&R. I mean, you'll, you could find somebody at a live show, just at a hole in the wall. Um, and that's mm-hmm. how they used to do it before the internet existed. Yeah. Then, um, you know, there's also finding people on Spotify, on playlists, things like that on YouTube. But now I was kind of doing it during the transition of TikTok becoming very popular and Mm. having to follow those trends because nowadays, um, you know, that's something that's very closely looked at is the songs on TikTok. And it's like, you have to try to determine, okay, is this a one, is this just a fluke song or is this something that's going to be a career for somebody? Yeah. Okay. That's that right there because, you know, I... I don't use, I mean, I have a TikTok, but I never used it. And like, we're talking about people just using your music on TikTok or people making music on TikTok. So I think this is something that I was trying to figure out while I was working. Now I'm a little bit, because of the quarantine, I've gotten a little bit addicted to TikTok generally. So I understand it a lot more than I did when I was even working in it. But um, so. It can be both. I mean, you can be a TikToker, get discovered for your singing, and then like become a signed artist or something like that. But then there's also just the trends and there's like different songs or sounds. You can use different sounds. And then if more and more people use the sounds, it'll be trending. And if it's trending, then that song is getting lots of plays on like all the streaming and they're like at the top of the charts like Roxanne that song Roxanne Mm -hmm. that was a TikTok song and I mean even now Doja Cat she's nominated for Grammys for Say So and like I mean Doja Cat a year ago versus now like she was I mean everybody liked Doja Cat for the most part but she wasn't being nominated for Grammy she goes Mm -hmm. on TikTok and like or her song goes viral on TikTok and now she's you know, nominated for those things. So it's just, it shows how quick it can happen with TikTok. And it's honestly a little bit scary. Yeah. I mean, shit. I know, I know Doja Cat before TikTok through that cow song, you know, yes. you know, yes. like, like she's like, bitch, I'm a cow moo or whatever. And it's like, I, I thought it was funny and it was cool. It was whatever. But like, like you just made a statement that's so important. Like it's crazy how like over a night you can become famous. It's on TikTok. And honestly, it's funny because there's really no boundaries. I mean, there's an there's an audience for everything. And I mean, it could be for music, but it could be for like slime videos or something. Like there's so yeah. many because everybody's TikTok, like for you page is curated for what they like. So if you interact with one kind of video more, then they're gonna give you more of that. So and it's like, like an I'm echo looking, chamber kind of deal. Yeah, and I've looked at like friends for you pages and like my sisters so different from mine so like it's really interesting because even what you're seeing in your little realm isn't necessarily what's the most popular it's interesting shit man i need to see their algorithm and try to i know like i know that's like what music is now it's crazy how like it's all based on the algorithm you know 
you know, with getting... everything. And sometimes it's just like, I don't know, random. I feel like it just yeah. depends on the right person to see it. Yeah. You just got, you just hope it, the right person at the right time could see it. So, cause you could have an amazing song, but no one could see it. And versus yeah. someone who has like a, an average amateur level kind of song, but someone sees it and is like, Oh, this is the shit. And then it goes crazy. And you're like, how is that song better than my? So it really, yeah. you got to work your magic. Like you got to know how you're, or know people. It's all about connections yeah. too. You know, it's just connecting. Um, yeah. And just the- being, I think one of the most important things is being genuine. Yeah. Like as corny as that is, I nah, think I don't think it's times corny. like you can tell if something is forced. Well, well, that's. And that's like a turn off to people subconsciously. Like 100%. Well, you know, that just is a whole nother point. Uh, we'll come back to the second point. I was going to say pre what I said before, but like. You need to write down all your points. I like, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to come back to that one. That's my point too. Um, oh, he's actually writing down. I'm I done. wrote it down. Um, but so people need to get rid of this, their ego and get eco. So like, there's this thing I saw, like, this is ego. Uh-huh. ego is a circle like like people need to get rid of their egos or like i just i can't stand it's it. like eco like ecosystem like, like caring about the whole of society and like mm-hmm. people and like all what goes into it yeah instead of this dominant selfish like just i don't know it's just to Selfless. me yeah, yeah yeah well to me you look like an idiot <laughs> like People who get this, like, let's take, like, there's an artist who I know. I'm not dropping names, but we we all know this artist. Well, I don't think we all know this artist. A lot I'm of po- people probably don't. I mean, I, th- if well, we, I think well, people well, have very, like, refined taste. Well, okay. Well, my friends in the music scenes, we have talked about this before, and I, and that's all I'm going to leave it to. But this artist is really talented. But they get a big head. And they think they're the shit. And it's like... Oh, I think that that's like, that's one of the most disappointing things. I mean, I've heard horror stories of people. They're like someone's number one fan. Like it could be for the biggest artist in the world. And they pay that money for that VIP pass where they go to the meet and greet and they meet the person. And then they're like a diva or mean or whatever and then their dreams are just crushed and they're like little kids that are going and like they're not at all what it wasn't you know what they were expecting in the slightest no and and so that's just like you just have to remain like i guess humble and like well you i mean i mean but you should be humble that's the thing like like why wouldn't anyone want to be loving and like helping and like just because like you got like this is what i think i think this yeah, like we all started from the bottom and it's like, so you, you, you're doing well, you're doing good. But then someone who looks up to you start on the bottom and they hit you up. Like I remember me hitting up so many other artists and the ones who did answer. And then again, I'm going to say this a thousand fucking times, London and like <laughs> and everything like they didn't give a shit. They're like, yeah, I'll help him. I'll give him like the time I have. And it's like, yeah. that's the mentality we need. It's like, so if yeah. I see someone and kids who have hit DM me, I do give them time. It's like, yo, okay, here, look at this YouTube channel. And that's it. Yeah. You know, I give them not all my time because I am busy, but I still make sure they feel loved and like valued. Yeah. And I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody is valuable in this world. Like I think every everybody um you know has something 
that they're yeah. here for. They have a purpose. And mm-hmm. it's like, you can't think that your purpose is more important than anyone else's. Like maybe they just haven't found theirs yet, but like 20 down, 20 years down the line, like it's the same thing. Like you're bullying a kid in high school and like that kid is your, is the CEO at the company you're interviewing for. And then it's man. like, you might've been like the captain of the like football, football team. team or something. Shit. And like, bullying them and going bitch, for that man. interview and like, you know what I mean? The tables turn. So you never know like what somebody's on earth for and what their purpose is. And like, yeah. you have to, and you, and you also don't know what they're going through. Like to be nice to somebody, they might be like at the edge of so many things. Like, I you mean, you never know what anyone, you never know like what being kind to a stranger can do. And if somebody's going through something and you just, if you don't even know them and you just say hi to them and like, or oh, yeah. or nice to them you don't know the difference that you can mm-hmm. that you can make and like that goes for everyone you know so. I, I, exactly i you like solid points because we all are going through shit like so you you see someone walking they might look fine but deep down like you could think they're like their loved one died or yeah. like something awful yeah. and it's like you don't know what's going on with that and person. it goes the same it goes the same way like if you're somebody who has a position of power and you mm. have influence over people whether you're a musician or um a tiktoker or a youtuber mm. and you're mean to one of your fans you don't know what they're going through and like you have a lot of influence on their life. If you disappoint them and they really put you on that pedestal, like who knows? So it's, it's really important to be aware of the power that you have, even if you're not somebody in a position where you have that much influence, like even if you're at a lower level, every active kindness counts. Yeah, man, exactly. And I was having this talk today with some of my other friends on like a, our little group chat and we were talking about like we talked about the ego Nico thing but also we were talking about like I don't care if you're George Washington or if you're Drake or if you're like Alan Watts like to me you've done something cool for society but that doesn't make you the shit like to me like yeah. you're all human and we're all gonna yeah. die so like yeah. you know it's um yeah. go ahead And I mean, at the same token, like, I mean, just being able to be any of those people, like, again, you can make the difference just by putting out a new song to make somebody like happier or bring something, bring some light to their, to their day. And so like, that's a privilege, you know, that you're bringing that to their lives and you have to realize like, you know, when you put the music out, like how much of an impact you can have or like yeah. whatever it is it just depends like i don't know yeah new song i'm getting like book. a little too deep but i guess no, this is no. a good topic the, to the, to reach on the in the holiday season yeah. i mean it, at this time more than any well it's I fantastic mean, especially this, is- this year like it's been a hard year for everyone now we're at the holidays a lot mm-hmm. of people lost someone this year a lot of yeah. people have gone through things they've lost jobs they're going through things and you have to be nice to people because that's all we have at this point and like we don't have much of it considering we're all wearing masks and we're not really able to see each other so Mm. be nice when you can you know yeah well i mean the holidays yes one but two this is fantastic we 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 get deep and spiritual as you know like yeah we talk (laughs) i talk to like anyone on here about their lives and stuff but you know i try to bring it to a more meaningful 
like level. And I mean, yeah. we're doing that right now, which is great. And like, but let's just get into, like the holidays. Yeah, this year has been a motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 been rough. And yeah, the holidays are nice. And like, you know, there is a vaccine. And like, but like, like on I do, the way, on the way. Uh, I mean, the we way. started. I live actually, but just to the healthcare. Well, well California has it now. We got, we just got a shipment of three hundred thousand or some shit like that. Oh wow! So yeah, I'm not sure what the status is for that many, but I know that some of the people that work in the hospitals were. Yeah, but like, I just remember, like, I mean, you know what? You know what I was talking about? Like, I was like, (laughs) each year, like, we always like, well, you know, the next year's gonna be better. Honestly, like, knock on wood. But I feel like 2021 might be really shitty because each year. Don't say that. Don't even like really fucking power by saying that out loud you're giving that power by saying it out loud and that's like nobody wants to say that well, right now because we're I, all I'm scared just, that just, it's gonna be true i'm just saying it started really shitty like when we lost x then we lost peep and then we lost mac and then corona hit i mean what oh the fuck God. is next what about juice world oh and juice i'm sorry juice world and like bro I'm not saying what happened. You know what? I don't want to say it because like, but now it's in my head. But But it's crazy because if you think back to last year, I mean, like we were all out on New Year's Eve or wherever we were on New Year's Eve. And um, we were all like 2020 is going to be a great year and blah, blah, blah. And I had a good feeling about it because I really like even numbers. So like a repeating even number, I thought it was going to be like the best year ever. No. And then like. If I knew a year ago, bro, what I just want to go back like, to the nineties, the nineteens. Oh, nineteen! I was saying nineties. Nineties? I wish. I I, well, I mean, well, I wasn't born. I'll ninety-eight, but like, I wish that was something I want. I wish I was born in the seventies and I could live my twenties in the nineties. Yeah, but again, like there was diseases, you know, that they didn't have. Yeah. vaccines for the further you go back so like i mean the spanish flu like in like was that in the 10s or 20s yeah but i i, I mean the only crisis that was happening that if i did go back in that time would be aids aids happened in the 80s right yeah yeah so aids would I be a so. big thing but like <laughs> i mean but aids still exists awful. today there's no there's no cure for that there's, there's only like a, no, a medicine that can no. slow it down so no. i mean and like the only way I can see myself. I mean, there's gonna be illness always. I feel like, which is the well, worst thing yeah. on the planet. But like, so yeah. I guess that's not really something you should even keep in mind for I, I, what I'm time just... you want to live in. But for me, because I'm a transplant recipient, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to probably make it if I lived in the 70s. I'd probably not have made it this far. So, yeah, I don't, that, I don't. You know, that's how I think about. It. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want to be from then because I wouldn't be here. I just want to be a part of it because of the the music, the sex, and the the love. <laughs> I I just want to join that like groovy orgies and all that good shit they were having. People who are like, I realized my mom's listening to this shit. And she's like, what the fuck? But you know what? I'm honest. I'm keeping it real. 70s or the 60s, they were having some good shit. Well, actually, no, because we're talking about me being born in that era. So I wouldn't have that shit. So, right. So you'd I, have to be born in like the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Yeah. 50s. 50s. To actually experience the 70s and it's full. 
No, I don't, I don't care. I want the '90s. The '90s are where it's at. The with the with the bucket hats and the rock that was happening there. I'll I mean, t- it's all rotating. Like all the trends from, um, you know, they all rotate or cycle through. I guess. Well, here's like, he, here's the thing. So we kind of like the only difference is that we have technology. Well, we. Have, I don't we have, think Grant we, would do so good without his technology. No, no, I think I would be honestly. I think <laughs> I think I think younger Grant probably not. Because I love that technology, but now nowadays I can't stand TV or anything. I just read books. Like, who expected me to read a book? Like, like you know, that's just what what the fuck. But I read a lot. I write. I journal a lot. I like to meditate. I like. I just like yeah. being outside. Like, I don't. I you know the only thing I use my my phone is Instagram. Yeah. Or or like uh, Spotify. And half the time artists. I want to half the time I want to delete Instagram. Yeah, I, I want to delete Instagram so bad. I don't actually, I turned off no, notifications. So I only go on when. Grant, I, what do you journal about? I mean, I mean, anything. Do you journal about your love life or like do you manifest things? I, I do, I do both. I talk about like my feelings of that day. Like my journaling, like it's just about what's Grant feeling today or what, like what's his oh, okay. thought process? Because my brain has so many. I mean, you heard my mom say this, like, like I'm like a kite, you just gotta let him go in the air, and then yeah. when and then when he's done saying his bullshit or whatever his craziness, he'll come down and just chill. So yeah, I um, think journaling is really good. I think no it's healthy. What, yeah, no matter what way you use it. I mean, some people write their feelings down. Some people write about their day. Some people use it for you know law of attraction type stuff. But yeah, I mean, no matter what you're using it for, it's a positive thing. It's like if you're journaling about something negative that happened to you you're letting it go and then like if you're trying to manifest something then you're writing things that are positive and you're focusing on positive yeah uh, i think it's super healthy and it like you said it just gets it just gets the stuff out of you and then you look back and like i'm glad i got that out of me before i said something to someone or did something and it's like yeah bro i think journal is really healthy and yeah um, but yeah, but then my second point, we're going, we're making a, and then I have another point I want to go to. I'm just dropping these points here, but. Uh, these are good. These are good. They're points. good. I mean, my brain's going. So you, you know, <laughs> you, you, your job is social worker. And I think that's amazing. So yeah. helping people. So, I mean, I mean, you, you could take, you could take, you know, social working. And then what you did with the R8, you're helping people. You're helping one, someone get famous, but this. Yeah this is you're actually helping someone's life i believe that's what you do right yeah. but i want to say that i think that if you are bringing someone's music to a wider audience of people there's an aspect of helping people in that yeah. emotionally because music is like therapy i mean when you it have is. emotion if you can find a song that matches that emotion or that counteracts what you're feeling that's medicine right yeah. so bro it is a, that's that, a therapy music therapy and it is and that was one of the things i thought about doing when i was in social work towards the end i was like well maybe i could do music therapy but then i'm like "Eh." because honestly like music therapy is great but i feel like it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and i feel like one of the hardest things for me to do is mix my enjoyment with work 
Mm, okay, like I, I think it's that. really good for me to have work and then have enjoyment. Like with music, yeah. even working in A and R, it was a really weird dynamic because I was like, "Ooh, like I never feel like I'm working because I'm always doing this stuff," and I always felt like I was like, I don't know. Were you still working. inspired to make music during that time? Would you still want to go write a song, or no, you're burnt and tired and just want to like watch TV or something? Depended on the day. It just, just depended. And it's the same now too. Like it's like depends on the day because work can still burn me out. So no matter what work you're doing, I mean, it can burn you out. But honestly, now with the work I'm doing, I also feel like it helps me sleep better at night because I'm helping people who are in really difficult situations, to say the least. Yeah, I mean that's good. I think you know, I think especially this year with people being like, you know, a lot of people losing their jobs and just not yeah, having the finances man. to support themselves or their family. I've been doing a lot of work with that this year. So, well, shout out. I mean, I mean, I'm happy that you kept your job, you know, you have your job because I know a lot of people, at least, you know, my college friends last year, they got their jobs and then they were dropped because like those corporations or whatever they were doing, yeah. they're like, well, they're going to be a waste of money trying to teach them and everything and look who like, definitely we'll keep, we'll keep the old heads who are here it's it's funny though because the company that i work for just keeps hiring people in the same position as me because like social workers are so necessary right now like there's just so many things um mm. it's just very high demand and so the amount of like um, requests and cases that we have is just overwhelming so we need more people because we're overwhelmed so um, people out there if you want to mix you want to find a good job maybe major social work do you need the major for what you do in the first social work you can just get a college degree and then enter it so actually a lot of the people that i work with actually have master's degree in social work i only got my bachelor's oh. um, some of them have doctorates i'm not really wow. sure how i ended up where i am but i guess i did well in the interview there we go. So <laughs> I'm definitely happy with it though. It's a nice, it's a good opportunity for me given this year. Like, I mean, at least I have a job. Like that's yeah, just exactly a lot of people. I think I would have been happy with almost any income just given a lot yeah. of situations. So I'm definitely really grateful. And, and that's that. the thing, like that's like But I social think- work is in very high demand. It's a great thing to major in. I feel like um Especially now, because with how they want to kind of change things with um, police, they want to have like social workers out in the, you know, with the police, I guess. I'm not really sure how they're going to start doing that, but because they'll be able to help, you know, help the problem emotionally. No, yeah. But I think it's great that you have this job because, you know, a lot of people who've dropped college or whatever you know, they want music. I mean, you're, I don't think people understand the streaming. Like you, you make only like, like my friends joke about it on here, but like they say they make $10 or whatever, or maybe more, but, yeah. but it's like, you're getting paid a full salary versus if you just did music, you know, yeah. it's like maybe just $5. $5. I don't think people understand <laughs> like a stream is like. Streaming doesn't make the money. Oh, most of the sales in it's music, merch, right? It's merch. Yeah. It's, it's merch and it's pick it's tickets. Yeah. That's like one of the most important things in in music to actually make money. Yeah. So I think it's important. And I'm not I'm not trying to like people do, do music, but like make sure you have a safety net. I think you always gotta have like a, 
a plan B or a plan C. Yeah. You got you to think smart. You got to think, you know, strategically. Or, I mean, some people, though, I've seen, you know, they do this. They have the struggle and they go 100% towards the music and it works for them. Oh, yeah, of like, course. You never know. It's good to have a plan B. Honestly, I didn't think I would be doing a lot of the things I ended up doing. I never thought it was possible. And so to like, to those people, I would kind of say, give it a go because it is possible. And I, I just mm-hmm. ended up in those opportunities. And like, obviously, like I said, I was always musically inclined and I was always like singing and doing all of that stuff in school. But I always thought you had to get discovered for like, covers like doing covers on youtube like justin bieber did covers a lot of people YouTube and like yeah. yeah or like going on american idol which like i don't even yeah, i mean that's what i thought when i was people. really young yeah yeah and i thought that's how you you start doing music and it wasn't until i was like halfway through college that i realized people were making music from their homes i didn't even yeah. realize that like, you could have this stuff in your house which is awesome so I think, that's what, another yeah. thing i would say is like if you if you play instruments and you are musically inclined like buy, like get a job and buy the stuff like that that's, that's a, half the reason why i'm working so that i can like expand my equipment and like mm-hmm. now i can do that i can afford the different things because yeah college it was tough like you know and even when i was making my ep i didn't even have a midi keyboard because i was like really you know not i was I, I don't even think i had worked in a while but when i got my midi keyboard or when i made my ep I just used my keyboard on my Mac. Ah, the yeah. first thing I had to buy was a computer. So I'd like drained my that. bank account to buy the computer. And I had to buy like a special one because um, you need like the horsepower on it or the RAM. Yeah, the you, RAM. Need the, you need the RAM Matt, and the CPU and the Matt processor. built my computer. He told me exactly what to buy. Yeah, but, Mac knows his tech. I mean, yeah. we, I had this conversation too about the CPU and the RAM and how much I really... And like we we, we he spent, I think, over two hours on the phone with me because we went i was explaining like because like i use live <laughs> instruments and sampling and like like yeah. and then using plugins and like yeah. how much that really drains your fucking computer so yeah, yeah. again love you Matt. Yeah, so like i drained my bank account on my computer so i didn't even have much like after that i didn't even want to get a mini but keyboard. it's worth the investment so though. i made most of the like the piano and sounds like that on my mm-hmm. just my computer keys like oh, wow. i the command k on logic oh, and then okay. i just use like the keyboard to do it mm-hmm. and um so yeah so that was how i started off so i mean you can make like all i guess the moral of the story is like you can make music with like the least i'm pretty sure one of the songs i recorded at the beginning i recorded on my um speaker on my microphone that's built into my computer or mm-hmm. maybe my iphone i can't remember but then yeah people and i borrowed a microphone mm-hmm. to record my ep i didn't well, have that's the thing people think this idea if you need to buy the best equipment like right off the bat it's like no man you, you i'm pretty sure like for billy eilish like they just like took like phineas whatever just took recordings from the voice memos and then just like you know what threw it into logic and then built it off from there and just yeah. use effects and it's like or like if you have a live instrument like that's always go, a yeah. good way to like not need that much production equipment because I use mostly this guitar for my EP. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing, like you don't need Matt. Matt added the unique sounds because I had no plugins, so like he added unique sounds and like you know added some mm-hmm. detail in there because it you know 
I was really doing well, it with the least possible. I'm, no, well, that's the thing. Like, you don't you don't need any of that stuff until you get to a point where you know you're doing this more often and you're. I, I want to say as a beginner, you don't need any of it until you 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 understand what you're using. I think you just need to first understand the stuff around you, learn the basics, and then yeah. as you gradually learn more and more, then you can invest little by little. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, it's so overwhelming that it's like, I didn't even want all the equipment. Like, it just made it more confusing almost. So it's better to start off with yeah. less. No, 100%. And I'm 100%. still learning. I still have a lot to learn. i I feel like I still barely know anything. All I really know how to do is just, I know how to, I know key signatures basically. So I'm able to like make the song in a certain key and then like try to make. Well, that's good. I mean, you have some theory there, you know, understand like, like you can know how to like, you, as long as you know your scales and like, like whatever, and they figure out what, or what notes or chords work together and like harmonics, the sound will go. That you're, I mean, you're at you know more than the average Joe because most not but every, a lot of these people like don't know anything about theory and they just no, kind of do it by ear, it, exactly. It just and depends like, on how what kind of learner you are, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's just like you're learning and like where how you approach your because everyone's different in music and that's totally fine. But if you do have theory, I think theory does help to an extent. of making the process a lot quicker or like how to get your ideas out more because you don't have to keep trying different chords or notes you just like okay this is going to work because i already can see it in my head that these voicings will you know not clash they will they'll smoothly yeah. work together harmonies and I, I mean i took chorus in high school i did an audition like girls group my sophomore year i think because my music teacher like I didn't show up to the audition after school and he was like, oh, he was during class the next day. He was like, oh, you have to audition today during class. I'm like, but I didn't go to the audition because I didn't really want to do it. Mm. And then he was like, no, like you're you're auditioning. And so I auditioned. But I will say I learned a lot about harmonizing in those classes. Like I know how to hear a harmony like, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, it's good that you did. It's good that he i know i know i didn't really it was very classical that that's uh, fine that's how you got to start but you know sophomore year in high school how old are you like 14 15 yeah something around there yeah like i mean it's just not it doesn't seem that appealing you kind of just want to you just want to get minimal exactly but you got to start from the basics even though it's whatever. I mean, classical is a great way. Classical is the gateway to like blues, yeah. to jazz, to like bossa nova. Like it's, uh, I take out blues. It's more jazz or bossa nova. It's like, that's like, you got to start with classical and then work your way up. So that's true. Um, yeah, I think that's great. And I was also thinking about since I've known you for whatever it's been, it's crazy how you know my mom and my sister. Like, we know my mom more than my sister. I definitely know your mom a lot more than your sister, but they're both amazing. They both love you. <laughs> it's like, for sure my sister loves you more than me. And, it, yeah. and it's even crazier because I have never met them in real life. Yeah, oh, true. That's what's crazier. I met your dad. You when met you were my in dad. That, that's crazy. You met my dad before my mom. I never would expect I know. that. that and we was... went to, to dinner in New York when we were there, when you were visiting, because yeah. he happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was like, feels like a lifetime ago. Bro, I, but I, I love that 
I posted those. I posted a picture and a video. I of loved us. that day trip we took to the city. Yeah, that was that was great. While that, you were visiting, because we were doing, because Grant came the first time Grant met me or Matt was when he came for Christmas break. Yeah, I just came after for, finals. Yeah, he came after finals. We got an Airbnb. It was and so rare. We were just like making music and stuff for like it a was week. A bunch of us, yeah. It was a bunch of us just making music, drinking a lot of coffee, mm. eating a lot of like baked goods. Baked goods, yeah. It was Christmas, mm-hmm. and and then we ended up going to the city and for like, the one day, and that was so fucking amazing. Yeah, it was a good time. God damn, fuck you. You COVID. got to see the tree. I and never. All that. Well, I never been to New York in the winter. That was I only been there mm-hmm. twice in the summer, and that was the first. And, time. Oh my god! In the summer, it's like you're melting. Yeah. So <laughs> going, it was it was like. But in the winter, it's freezing. <laughs> well, it was just spectacular, and then and then we then we met Josh. Shout out to Josh. Like we we all met Josh. Did for you the have first Josh time. on this? Yeah, I had Josh already on here. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. So we got, what did we what did we get for food that night? We he got, took us to that random sushi place. And was it like, sushi? It was yeah, like it was like Mediterranean Asian, food or something. No, it was like some Asian place, but that actually went out of business. He told me. Really? Yeah, that went. Because damn, I, when when did they go out of business? COVID. <gasps> no, that place was so good. Yeah, sorry, folks. So if I knew sad. the name, I would have gave him a shout out. So if you live in New York, you could have. Well, I mean, there are so many restaurants there that. Yeah, it's and like they went out of business, so you can't do anything for them. That's so sad. I think that's the case with a lot of the businesses everywhere. Yeah. It's so sad. But. They just can't. They just couldn't survive. But yeah, man, I think that time was just. That was so fun. But so, moral of the story is I never met his mom or his sister, but like. He's always, you know, when he's with his mom, I'll always talk to her. I love her. Yeah, my, she loves I, you too. So we always joke because our moms are so similar that we're going to, like, get together and, like, introduce our moms. That would be a really fun trip. That would be. On, like, a, a, on a tropical vacation somewhere with our moms. Bro, you know, like, my mom, like, you already know, like, see. My mom <laughs> handled a lot of shit from me. That's all I'm a gonna. A lot say. of shit from you. I don't think that like. Well, like when I say shit, I'm just like like you wouldn't expect a kid to express all these feelings and emotions to a parent, or just be very yeah. straightforward. Well, you're very like open with your mom in yeah. the best way. Like I think a lot of people probably wish that they could have a relationship like that with either of their parents, but like yeah. I mean, it's not that you give your mom a lot of shit. Like, you treat her with respect. And yeah, you yeah, I want to make that clear. Like, you guys are best friends, but, like, you guys are best friends. So, like, you tell her everything that you tell me or tell, like, one of your guy friends, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. It doesn't make me feel uncomfortable or whatever. Like, I, I just keep it real. Like, like I told her, like, like, <laughs> like, fuck it. I feel it. like I it's better than somebody who lies. Yeah, yeah, well, it is. The full it, truth. And it's like, like it's I'd like, rather my kid come to me and be like, I did this, this, and this. And it's like, well, okay, well, I'm just saying no. Actually, maybe I wouldn't want to know. I really, I don't know. Well, your parent, your parents aren't going to like lead you wrong because like you're their child. So like, so I like, and it's like, okay, so my dad, like, I don't say shit I say to my mom because like, he'll just be like, okay, I don't care. I don't want to know that. Why your are you dad would me? just, your dad would just be like, this is nonsense. <laughs> this is nonsense. My mom's like, so. Because I feel like he's so much more serious when I met him. Well, like my mom's just really funny and like. She's like, like you, that you must get your personality from well, her. Well, I, I do, I do. But she's and, a little more serious than you. Even she will be like. 
Grant. Well, yeah, I mean, she didn't. She didn't fuck with the hair. She thought that I knew she cool. wouldn't. The first thing I said when you when you I said you. that, I go, "Your mom's gonna hate that." She she literally was like, "She's like, I will, <laughs> I will do anything if you just go back brown." It's like, wait, <laughs> I, I, what do you want me to do? I can't dye. I don't think they can dye the same color brown I have. So like, I'm honestly just happy that it's neutral and it's not like neon. Um, no, yeah, I, I didn't want to do like. All imagine blonde. you should tell your mom like. You know, imagine told, if it was neon told, green or something, that piece, ha- half. I mean, at least it's a neutral color. Yeah, well, I told her, like, I'm going to do purple, blue next, and then she oh hung up gosh. on me. I didn't actually mean it. I just was giving her whatever. But, like, yeah, my mom my mom will take – My mom, <laughs> my mom would kill me if she saw me with half hair. Yeah. Half hair. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> if but, I, You could see me with half and half hair. No, I could see your mom getting angry. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> She'd but be yeah, so mad. I think I think there's a lot that she handles and like I mean I remember telling her she like handles it well though. I feel like you learn a lot. Well, I do learn a lot and I like and I like how she's just very um I don't know, you see the video she posts of like her dancing or like listening to rap music. She's the one who taught me rap or like but whatever. It's so funny because my mom does the same thing and they're like listen like we wake up, they're listening to like 50 cent ah i mean it's it's, it's so funny my, one time i woke up my mom was listening to in the club by 50 cent. bro i mean that my mom was listening to we want some pussy like like bro <gasps> like like she like she my mom went to like i remember so skizzy mars is like a um i love him you know he's a great artist i remember first concert i went to his my mom came with me and i remember oh. i remember this they had did a hot box and i like they're passing the weed around and I remember... Wait, your mom was there for that? Yeah, my mom was there for... Skizzy, I'm pretty sure, was hitting on my mom. I had this weird feeling. No. Like, no, no, I mean... Well, your I, mom does look like a model. I, I mean, she used to she model. She was a model, right? She was a model, yeah. I don't. I forget what organization she did it for, but like, yeah, she was in San Francisco. But um, main point of the story here is that they were passing blunt or a joint around, and I was like, yeah, I can't smoke it because my parents here. Gave it to my mom, and she just puffed that thing. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the fuck? You should not say that on the air. Oh, I don't care. It's like, like, what, do, oh what do I get? I get, I get like a hundred list viewers on this shit or listens, whatever. It's, it's, it's. We're gonna be honest here. We're, we're gonna keep it really in this. It's an open space. It's this real. is open space. And honestly, it's only gonna be even heard by the people who've made it this far. I, honestly, so if you've made it this far, I love you. Yeah, for real, we love you because, like, I did one with Jack mcdonald and we did three hours and i remember the last part of that we talked about my exes and like just about love and like like one of them hit me up and they're like i can't believe you talked about that and i was like i can't believe you listened to three hours the whole fucking conversation but honestly out of everybody that's probably listening like it's probably mostly like your ex love interest yeah i kind of saw that i mean i didn't really well i didn't really think about it because like you know, they don't okay, talk. I'm going to ask you some questions then about your oh. love life. Okay, I guess we're really... Okay, yeah, I mean, talk whatever you want. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I love, I love how you... I love, awkward I, laugh ever. Well, I love how you switched it, and <laughs> now you're the host. <laughs> I'm grandtastic, and I'm the guest, but... You go... <laughs> oh, my God. People go, are just... <laughs> okay, so, Grant... Haley. What was your best, what was your biggest learning lesson in a relationship 
that you would tell your younger brother to keep in mind like damn in I his do, future i do have a younger brother i think i know you do obviously i know yeah, that so yeah. that's why i said that <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like i don't know this no no i know you know this it, <laughs> shout actually, out ian yeah shout out ian ian we love you also check out ian's art i know he's gonna appreciate that ian abstract whatever but i think that's his anyways main point is the thing your, your question was about what the biggest lesson to tell ian um you know don't get hung up on someone because there's so many other people out there and they're not giving you the same amount of energy then they're not worth it they're not you know worth their time so yeah. that's the thing. That's the biggest lesson I've learned because I would give my heart out to love to someone and they'll give And me if you're food. not getting that same energy back, yeah, then uh, don't try to force it. Yeah. If you force it, it's just going to be a shit show. So that's a good one. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one for sure. And yeah. it's, and that's the toughest one because yeah. you, you can say it, but then walking it, that's hard. You got to learn just to you gotta learn to walk the walk, mm-hmm. the talk, the talk. You you know it's this. But Grant, I think that you're you know like when to walk away. I so mean, I, I do that is walk something away. that you've learned and applied to I, your I, life. I, I learned I mean, even this year, just learning a lot of it and just like yeah. because like I even talked about with someone about like they're asking me what the fundamental love, the project, whatever, like the whole point of that album or project was about self-love loving yourself because i think people at a young age um they they get into relationships or they, they like someone a lot but we, we we haven't learned the building blocks of our self-love i think that's something we need to first learn at a young age before we start investing you know these hormones of like these feelings for other people because usually statistically like it's gonna be a a shit show it's gonna be a mess or you're 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 gonna you're gonna learn from it which is great i mean that's that's the only way you can but i think if you can somehow guide a person or tell them about it you know i think it can help but on the contrary you know you can tell i think we're also young i mean well well, i don't know who's listening but like for me it's like there's no rush like obviously yeah. if something's supposed to be mm-hmm. then it'll happen at some point but there's no real rush on it i mean there's yeah. all kinds of situations where like people will like go back to each other or like you know you don't have to be serious either like you know yeah. well so. i think I, I was just gonna say i think on the, like the contrary to it is that you know you could tell someone like what the answer is but like for me you could say it'll you go through one ear and go out the other like i ain't gonna learn until i experience on my own which sucks but like that's true because here's the thing so you will call me right yeah. you'll call me and you'll be like really? okay <laughs> I, okay and i don't sound like, like that grant, you need to do i'll be like grant you need to do this this and this and then you'll you'll be like okay i'm gonna do that all right i'll let you know how it goes and then the next day he'll call me and I'll be like, Hey, so how'd that go? He, he'll, he, I did the exact opposite. Actually. I, okay. I didn't say that or I didn't do that. And I actually did this. And it's the complete opposite of the advice that I gave him. <laughs> There's also been times where like Grant has had me like be like on a three way with him in the, like on a phone call with like a girlfriend or we something. Did, we did that once. And like I'd have to tag. Yeah, we did this we once. Did and I was once. on. My, I was and in an Uber. Laughing. I was in an Uber on the way home from the train, 
And I like, I remember that. like I was like laughing in the Uber and the guy was like, are you okay? And I was like, yes. But I was texting you and telling you what to say. <laughs> I remember that. Also, this happened with my friend Victoria and my friend Emily. They have been in the city. Not the Uber done thing. done that too? No, no, no. The, the, the advice thing. They'll give me the advice. And, and they'll then... do the opposite. And no. it's like at the point where yeah. I'm like, I'll tell you to do... Well, I, I, I'll use I, the re- reverse psychology on you and I'll tell you what you like. You know what I mean? I'll tell you the opposite of what I would have told you so that you do the opposite of what oh, I would have originally. Really? I didn't really think of that one. I didn't see that, but yeah. shit. Yeah. Shit, man. But yeah, I the, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> Now you're not going to know which way I'm coming from. I really don't. But yeah, man, it's, I don't know. We're at a stage now where it's just Grant and self-love like where we have taken yeah. a break we are re- reflecting we're spending time all right grant ourselves. so i got another question okay, for you go ahead. yeah all right so what do you see yourself doing once you graduate because you graduate this year don't you yeah man that's scary as hell <laughs> and that's where my entire that feeling is like my entire ep Fuck, might have to listen right after this, this year. Shit, <laughs> because it's a really like tough time. The year after graduation is the worst year. It was one, it was a great year. It turned out being a great year. Looking back, I think this year turned out being yeah, the worst. I, think, year. I mean, at least, at least you got your diploma, right? You got to walk, or did they have to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, we're not doing that. We're, I just, I'm just going to shake the mailman or mailwoman's hand, and that's my person I'm getting to pick with. No, you can you can like get all dressed up and have a little photo shoot with your mom. With the mailman and my mom, like we're just like with our masks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm just getting the. But note. they're not gonna they're not gonna <laughs> shake your hand. You're gonna have to do an elbow bump. Oh yeah, that's true. Fuck yeah, facts. <laughs> Point. Um, that yeah. would be the most funny. But it'd be like this. <laughs> that could it, go. It, it would be it would be Grant though. It'd be such a Grant thing that you know people would just yeah. like I wouldn't. Ex- anything less from this but um yeah honestly we applied for grad school you know so you did where'd you end up applying and what uh, was that uh process like for you i mean i'm still doing the okay you make a good point i'm still doing the process right now and i need to finish <laughs> it because the deadlines are coming up soon so i just realized that but we applied to nyu and then berkeley school of music okay and then i was applying to somewhere in oregon too but like it's online or some shit like that so, uh, well, you should apply to somewhere in Salt Lake City. That is so fucking random, but love I've it. really been thinking about relocating to Salt Lake City. Why Salt Lake? Because I've just like, I feel like there's something there's skiing. Me. I don't ski, and honestly, I, ski. I mean, so that's the well, so that me. would be good for you. Um, but I'd be down to go and like. You know, I know that usually where they're skiing, Portland? there's good food. Where they're skiing, there's usually like good food with like maple syrup and stuff. So, okay. With that being said, I'll go for the ride, but I'll just definitely go and get some snacks while you ski. What What prompted you for for Salt Lake then versus like Portland? Because I was thinking, I was gonna say well, to you, I think I told you about this. I want to do the Portland thing. I just feel like there's like, I think Portland's awesome. But Salt Lake City, there's no real rhyme or reason for it. It's mostly just that I feel like it's calling me. That's like, all you I've can been, do. I just keep seeing things lately. 
It's just like Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City. What are you seeing, Hail Hail? <laughs> like just all in my life, like things will just be oh, coming okay. up and like I'll yeah. realize Salt Lake City, like even working, like it'll be like something I find and it'll be in Salt Lake City. And then like just all, I just keep seeing it. And I feel like I've never really seen that before. Mm, yeah. So I might just be crazy, but I'm I mean, like thinking about you're it. You're young and I mean, your job right now, it's like you can do it at home. It's a home. You're doing it at home right now. Well, that's so like, what I was thinking. So I was thinking, like, depending on what the situation is, maybe like relocating every month. There was actually a program that I am applying for for people that work from home, and they're picking like a certain amount of people to relocate them to Hawaii for a couple oh. of months oh. because they want to it's going to help their economy basically and then like there's also they want people to volunteer for certain things i could see which would actually be good just with my like background at your place in hawaii (laughs) okay if i let you couch surf grant i didn't invite you yet you'll let me yeah (laughs) we say no to this face obviously i'll let you but you have to bring your um sitar yeah, actually, that's like the main thing that people want from me. It's like, okay, yes, it's it, it's in that frequency. It's in there. But yes, yes, me playing the sitar is definitely a unique um, thing Experience. to see. Yeah, but I will it, say that you look enlightened. You look like you're. I, I mean, I may, I, I might about look, to but start I, floating. Really, you I, seem like the most it. pure, the most pure energy flows through you when you are playing the sitar well i mean i might look it but i'm definitely feeling it that's for sure like it's i'm like hi like i like my sister has commented she's commented like what is with your face like 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 reaction i'm just like kind of stressing now and i'm just like really just like or i'm making these faces she's like and i'm just like i i don't know i'm just really in the zone exactly it's just me that's really. what i mean it's like the most pure energy flowing yeah through like you're vibing straight it, it, vibes. It, it, it really is and um yeah i i overall i hope um so so what do you uh think like with your you know when you graduate and you go what are you getting your master's in it's music it's audio engineering that's so, that's yeah that's basically all i want to do oh yeah. good you know how it is yeah you need to keep going because yeah. i think the more you learn the more it's just like i just don't see myself doing any anything else with my life that's unless this podcast becomes something huge then that's the other thing i could see but you know i could see you having like a definitely either this or some kind of like interview tv show i kind of want to start a cult and what would that be like? What would the like would, like 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 what would okay. the mission be of the like, cult? Like, listen, like, okay, okay. Here's the thing: Are, when we say cult, is cult really a bad word? Is cult like it's like do we we think of the we think of like the Manson era of cult? But I I what's I, the definition of cult? A system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Okay, so... Grantism. 
you know, it kind of has a ring to it, but um, grantastic. But and then, uh, like the citizens of the cult or the members, citizens of the cult, the members of the cult would be like Grantians, Grantians. Or like Grantarians. We're, <laughs> we're already starting it. We're already getting it rolling. <laughs> I love what this. Would the, like, what would the goal be? Like, what would like the five agreements be? So listen, like the five rules of the grant, the goal of the the goal, (laughs) the goal of this cult that I'm trying (laughs) not start, but it would be not even a cult. It's just like a a loving organization. Literally, literally, you use the word cult. It's an organization. Started off with organization. The loving organization that I am trying to promote here, or produce or create is a lot just people you know letting go of their egos we all are together you know having fun making music we all pitch in whatever money we have and like live together you know and have a good time what kind of buildings you or what kind of what's the shelter like i mean whatever we can fucking afford that's what it is like you know um it'd be cool like i don't know like like wigwams like no i mean like we 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 own land and like like people can build their own houses on there and then like we have our little farm place how how are they gonna learn to build their own houses i mean youtube i don't i I haven't got this far yet like shit man like it's it's a work in progress what's like, like the what are do you guys have to be vegetarian I mean, no, you can eat whatever you want. I don't care. I mean, I'm not full. I'm not vegetarian. I eat pork and all that good stuff. <laughs> I love carnitas. Like, I'm not like that shit's like my, it's my, it's what's up. And, oh, yeah. Taco with that. Yeah, bro. Like, so like, I like anyone's welcome. Um, all you, okay. I guess if there were rules, I can't believe this is what we're talking about. Grantastic. This is so fucking ridiculous. The rules are no fucking ego. Love yourself. The so rules are no rules. Yeah, sorry, there are rules. You drink water. <laughs> drink water. Um, tell you have some. Give some jer- problem. What? what are you i was gonna okay i don't know where you were going but i was gonna say you have to compliment someone and then give someone a hug but you were what were you gonna say you said jerk jerk what i was gonna say journal everyone has to have journals that they keep every day okay never mind what i was thinking (laughs) different different thoughts Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just a little different. Just a little. Fuck. I. You. Well, you just say jur. You said jur. Jur. Not journal. Draw. You just say jur. No. No. There's an O. Jur. Jur. Not jur. The people who are listening to this, if you made it this fucking far, fuck me. You are real. Honestly, our voices are probably awful. But with no, that th- being said, the other thing that people should do at your organization is everybody should have to learn to play an instrument. You have to learn the sitar. This just the sitar, but that's going to be too many. Okay, I mean, learn any I instrument. Like, you can't okay. have too many sitars. Well, <laughs> that is true. Well, okay. Well, okay, here it is. You learn whatever instrument you want, then the sitar. So. Everyone, okay. So like, you know how in elementary school 
when they make you learn the recorder and they make everybody learn the recorder mm -hmm. and then like in fourth grade or like middle school depends on where you go they're like okay you could pick an instrument now you can be in the strings or you could be sorry the orchestra or you could be in the band so choose wisely and then you get to choose an instrument or you just don't choose an instrument you do yeah. something because some people don't but um yeah so that would be like your organization is the sitar oh. would be the recorder and then whatever other instrument would be when the fourth grade instrument it, so it sounds like you're just your organization is just in elementary school. Oh, okay. It's more than that. It's <laughs> it's grantastic. It's gonna it's, it's, it's grantism. It grant it's grantism. Why do I feel like that's like some form of AIDS or where something <laughs> weird? Like you just don't want to get it. Like how it sounds, grantism. Grantism. So, it's like Catholicism. Oh. Or it could be Grantianity, like Christianity. There, I like that actually, Grantianity. Or Grantish, like Jewish. I, I'm literally putting in the description we talked about Grantianity. Grantianity. And oh, then great. everybody in the villages are Grantarians. Wow, we really are building this right here, right now. People, we forget. Gotta. You gotta. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta. You gotta expand on the thought. Yeah. Are you excited for the holidays or anything? Like, what, what are you most excited about? Because Christmas is next week, I believe. No. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's next week. Friday. Oh, it falls on a Friday. That means I get a three-day weekend. There you go. Yeah, so I guess I'm excited for a nice three-day weekend. Um, also excited. Um, what I've been doing this year, because my family's not really exchanging gifts, my mom and I decided that we were just going to shop for ourselves. Oh. And we have a tree downstairs. So every time a package comes in for something we bought for ourselves, we put it under the tree. And then on Christmas morning, we're going to open all our packages. <laughs> you know, you do what you got to do. And that's 2020 COVID. But we are getting like, we're both doing like a thoughtful gift for each other too that's nice that's good so we're doing like one like thoughtful thing but like I feel like people put so much pressure on Christmas and it's like my mom was like she's like I know like what I want what I like and what I need she's like so I could buy that for myself she's like I don't even need anyone and she's like and you never she's like you never even like what I buy for you I'm like you're not wrong so we're going to do like one little exchange and then we're going to have. Then your main stuff is like what you got. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then like, I mean, for my extended family, I'll definitely be doing stuff. But yeah. Well, like for I... us, we wanted to make it an event. And like, I've already forgotten most of what I've ordered. That's which good. is the beauty of an online shopping addiction. Mm -hmm. It's like you kind of do it and you feel like you're in a trance when it's happening. And you almost mm -hmm. feel like you like blacked out when you bought it. And then you're like, oh my God, I spent like $300 on that last night. Mm -hmm. And then you forget that you did that. And then um, it comes in the mail and then you don't really know what's in the package because you forgot what you ordered. And that's then you cool. open it all on Christmas morning and it's like a surprise again. Well, that's nice. Lolly keeps sending me fucking text messages of links of which, can you buy me <laughs> this or this? And I'm like, it's like, no bitch. Like, what's her number one thing that she wants? She wants like this furry fucking like, 
blanket sweatshirt thing. It's a blanket, but made out of a sweatshirt. Is it a, it's like a, I don't know. Snuggle. It's a snuggle or it's something. It's like this big thing and it's really like heavy and she just wants to I see the thing is she's like she I mean you Here's you get what my, you do to solve that. This is how I it's solve sixty dollars. It. So you take a blanket, right? And this is how I exist for all of twenty twenty. Some people like buy those kinds of things. I just tie my blanket into a cape. <laughs> Lolly, if you watch this, here you around, go. I walk around my house like this. Beautiful. I mean, it works. And like, well, well, what I discovered it because it's like you know, you got your blanket wrapped around you. You got to go downstairs. You got to make coffee. You got to get a snack, mm-hmm. and you got to have free hands to make coffee. You can't make a coffee with one hand. That's true. So I was like, what can I do? I'm cold. I don't want to drop my blanket. And you just tie it around your neck. You got a cape. You're warm. Okay. With with that being said. Is that going to be the final thought, yeah, Grant? You have to give a better final thought than my blanket cape. That, I'm so sorry, guys. That's where we're going to leave it. I think that's a beautiful way is how Haley, because then I know <gasps> I know where to find the scene. I could just like sit, you know, like on YouTube, you know, you, you know, start the scene here and then i can send it to lolly and she's like here go look at this and this is where Haley talks about the blanket oh but, so i think with that being said we're gonna well, end like the, it we're gonna the last two minutes we're gonna yeah, the last two minutes of Haley explaining how to stay comfy on a blanket yeah people i started talking about my blanket cave and people just turned it off they're like okay you know what? That's all. That's their loss. But what? Do I don't you, care. I don't care. Yeah, they yeah, really fun, missed fun. out on a valuable piece. Yeah, we talked about some great shit on this podcast, which I enjoyed. I guess, like, what? What? What do you want to tell people? Like, ending this. What do you want the people to know? Mm. Or anything? Anything important? Or if there's nothing, that's fine. There's nothing important as of right now, but there will be. And so, with that being said, definitely. Um, find my social media. I'll have it in the description after. It'll be in the description, and there will be things coming. Listen to my old music so that you could be ready for my new music. And I love you, even if nobody does. So what I want to say, or if you feel like nobody, <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love you, even if you feel like nobody does. So what I want to say is that if you feel like you're alone or you need somebody to talk to my dms are always open we can you know talk or facetime or something and i can you know maybe help you to feel a little bit less alone i know everyone's super isolated right now um for the most part so if you're feeling that way um you're welcome to reach out to me i mean grant and i are i mean grant probably feels the same way because he's super goofy and fun and positive yeah i mean that's that's reach out to either of us yeah we'll put us in a group chat like you know yeah (laughs) yeah. we'll definitely grant will definitely make you feel less alone and a group chat with grant and i will make you feel less alone so with that being said always feel free to reach out to either of us if you've made it this far and thank you yeah i beautiful i i I love that ending you know um like just a point to make a point on that it's like yeah if you do feel alone or whatever or if you do listen to this and it does make you feel better i'm i'm glad because 
you you shouldn't feel sad or depressed or anxiety. And I I know you can't say you shouldn't because we do all feel it and you can't control it. But if if it helped to ease those feelings at all or distract you from those feelings, Mm -hmm. work out. Then we're that's we, all we, we did wanted. it we did it and fuck yeah like that's the, that's best the mission that's the mission of grantism yeah grantism and grantastic this podcast <laughs> i don't want people to start thinking this is a disease or some shit so um <laughs> hail hail i love you so much you know i'm so glad you're a part love of my you life too, and when this is over you'll have to we'll have to just meet up again and hang out and make music and you and my mom could talk. I'm literally, as soon as this shit ends, I'm on a flight. I'm yeah, on a flight. I'm sending. Yeah, come stay with me. You know how it is. You know, you and me, we'll just have a good time. Goof off like we usually do and just fuck around. Facts. Facts. I'm about to have a month of vacation time next year. So. Hey, well, there you go. All right, everyone. We love you. Stay healthy. We're almost out of this bullshit. Hopefully... 2021 is good i'm sorry if i fucked it up no um, negativity not, not, we're gonna on, ring in the in the new yeah. year and just leave this all behind it's period. gonna be good knock on wood period you know, yeah period motherfuckers and um <laughs> we we love you all right we are out love you